With Valentine's Day right around the corner, give your Valentine a gift they'll love, a clean car. Check out Universal Imports Valentine Special going on now through Valentine's Day. Buy your Valentine's Day a gift certificate for a complete car de- detail for $2.99, which comes with a beautiful bouquet of flowers and a one-pound box of chocolates from Andy's Candies. Let us be the one-stop shop for your Valentine's Day stop- shopping. Call us at 585-381-8677 for scheduling or to place your order. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. This is our Valentine's episode. And if only we really should be uh, using this special sprinkles. Oh, you should use the sprinkles, yeah. I can't get the sprinkles right now. I just have to wait it out. (laughs) I guess so. Still learning how to use the equipment here. So how's everybody doing today? Today we're joined by Aaron Kane. How are you, Aaron? I'm good. How are you? My sister, Andrea Montanti Fierbacher. How are you doing? I'm good. How about you? And a very special guest all the way from our shop, about 35 feet away from this <laughs> office, is one of our master technicians, Jody Craig. How you doing, Jody? Good. How you doing, Mark? Good, good. We thought we'd have Jody on to keep us honest with our technical knowledge if we ever get to that because we kind of goof around a little bit on this show <laughs> <Just> a little <laughs> <laughs> so it was funny you know sometimes we'll have these uh these conversations and they'll just sort of randomly happen and we're like oh we should stop talking and save this for the podcast and one of the things that came up was we were talking about and i don't know how, exactly how it came up i think it came up in my brain at some point but uh Remember the Happy Days episode where the Fonz, uh, where Potsy actually wanted needed to sing this song to his teacher called Pump Your Blood. I don't know if anybody remembers that. Yeah, I do. You remember that, Jody? Good old days. Yeah. yeah. So, Aaron, did you? Uh, no. You don't know that one? No, that was like before my time. Uh, it wasn't like, what are you saying, Aaron? What are you saying? <laughs> I didn't mean it like that. But, uh, it, well, the song was, uh, this is the song. I, I have it here. Doesn't ring a bell, Aaron? Nope. Well, now it does because it's in my head all day. It's a pretty good song. Catchy, right? Yes. Kazoo music behind there. I'm pretty sure Patsy was going to drop out of high school. <laughs> yes. Yep. This was before Fonzie jumped the shark. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so that's the song. You never heard you that, that before today before you had not today, heard no. it. No, I had not. Well, so it got me to thinking. I'm like, you know, so we started talking about, all right, so if the heart is what pumps your blood, what, how do you take a car and relate the parts of a car to the parts of a human body and go, what's what? And so we started to pull between everybody as to what they thought, like the car's heart was, you know, and some of the answers were very generic, like, oh, the engine is the heart. Well, the engine's like saying the whole thing is your heart. So here's a question for you. So we'll just go around the room. What would everybody say is the 
heart of your engine. We'll start with the heart. Well, maybe we will wait. What's the feet? <laughs> the feet, I guess, would be your tires. Tires. tires yeah. I would actually argue that the feet would be your wheels and the tires would be the sneakers on the feet. Well, that's if you're well, you have a point. <laughs> right. I mean, if we're breaking it down that far, sure. <laughs> then you have snowshoes and you have right. flip-flops. There you go, exactly. right. Yep. For those people with racing slicks, those would be flip-flops, I would suppose. So, okay, so then after that, you get to, uh, we won't go like legs and stuff like that because that still would probably be the wheels and the tires, but what would be the, well, no, what would be the legs? Control arms. I could see that. I got something different. Jody? Shocks. Shocks. Aaron? I would have to go with control arms too. So I would say that, I'm going to go deeper. I know what you're, where you're going. <laughs> I would say shocks are your joints. I would say control arms are your bones, but I would say that the legs are your transmission because that's what makes you move. Yeah, well, then you could, your transmission, would that would be, I would say, more like your brain. Your brain makes your legs move. Your brain? Yeah, but your legs are what actually move you, and the transmission is what actually moves you. I'm still going with control arms. Uh, I'm, I'm going like, all right, we'd like to hear from you folks. This is actually a good way to get our listeners, which, you know, we really have many, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> but we need you guys to voice up on uh, Facebook, and, uh, and we need to know what you guys think the legs are. So go to Universal Imports' uh, Facebook page. And uh, Aaron, after this episode, is going to put on there, if you listen to the Valentine's episode, what do you think the different parts of the body are related to parts of a car? So Aaron's going to put that up on Facebook when mm -hmm. we're done here, and then we'll see if people listen to the show and if, what they chime in with. Um, I would say that legs are definitely the transmission. The bones are definitely the control arms, and the shocks are definitely the joints. And I'm hosting the podcast, so we're going. So we're with that. going with what you say. All right. Well, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> what are the arms? <laughs> Great. The front control arms are the arms. The rear control arms are the legs. All right. Well, here we'll get to some of the easier things. Okay. What would the oil be? The blood. Okay. Okay. What would the fuel be? Hmm. Maybe like the digestive system. Yeah, I would say it's yeah. the food, right? Right. Yeah. yeah right. Sure. So I'll go with that. Uh, we won't get into gross things like uh, <laughs> the pee. Bile. <laughs> it is yellowish, kind of. Um, okay, so. Uh, so then what would be your heart? Oil pump. Interesting. Drea, what do you say? Well, my original it, thought was the battery. The battery. Aaron, what do you say? I thought I thought it would well I guess I didn't I didn't know before Jody said it. Well, like that could even, you know, you know, be an option. I just thought I would do everybody on that listens to this podcast as well as everybody here a service. Thank and you. And I wrote a little song. Ahead of time. <laughs> I um 
I I took the inspiration from Potsy on Happy Days, and I came up with my own version of Pump Your Blood called Pump Your Oil. And I recorded it before we just sat down in here to do this podcast. And this is what I, <laughs> 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 this is what I think. So I want to ask if you guys can all, when we are playing this, let's clap through it. So, cause there's no background music. Okay. Mm-hmm. We got clap in unison. All right. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. <laughs> I wouldn't dare this in front of you. Pump is where the process begins and it goes through the filter and then it enters the oil galleries of the engine and starts all over again. The oil is the blood that keeps the engine good. It's important to change it now and then because if you don't, the engine will heat up and soon you'll be riding a Schwinn. Now the battery gives electricity and that is very important, you know, because without it, the fuel and the spark can't ignite and that's what makes your car go. Now, all of this commotion is creating lots of motion, and gases will start to build up. And carbon monoxide needs some place to go, so the exhaust kind of like your engine's butt. Well, now we know what <laughs> makes your car go, but the question is, how do we slow down? It all starts with your brain and your foot, and now I will give you the lowdown. As the pedal's depressed, and I don't mean very sad, fluid is pushed to a valve in the master cylinder, and with the help of a booster through the lines that go to the wheels. The fluid activates the brake caliper and it acts like the claws on an arm. It forces the pads against the brake discs and that's what helps you prevent harm. So now we've covered the importance of oil and the brakes and even dirty jokes about exhaust. But there are still many things that make up your car and we don't want that to get lost. It's important to keep your car very clean so the metal doesn't start to rust. Most European cars are dipped in zinc which keeps the metal strong and that you can trust. It's important to keep your car clean so the metal doesn't start to rust. Most European cars are dipped in zinc, which makes metal strong and that you can trust. We hope you like the song. We know it's kind of long. It's important that we give you good reports. If you want your car to last and always have a blast, then bring it to Universal Imports. Ta-da! <laughs> well, I don't have to work out on my arms now. <laughs> oy, oy, oy. Uh, that, was, that was really good. That was really creative, Mark. Thank you. You're yes, I have to say that was very good. Very good. Kind of sounded like Potsy. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. I more was a, always looked at myself more as a Ralph Melf. <laughs> uh, so Valentine's Day is quickly approaching. And as you may have heard at the beginning of the episode, Aaron read a nice little ad for our Valentine's Day special. We're doing this awesome car detail special where... If you get your car detailed, you get this really awesome bouquet of flowers and a one-pound box of chocolates, and uh, it's really great, and your spouse will love you forever, and we will be making lots of couples happy this holiday season. What do you think, Aaron? I think it's a good deal. Yeah? Yeah. So let's talk about Valentine's Day for a minute, and then we're going to rack Jody's brain on some more serious stuff when it comes to... uh, (laughs) Your car's uh, um, organs, if you will. But um, what do you guys got going? What do you have going on for uh, Valentine's Day this year, Drea? Oh, geez. Well, there's a question. Are you going anywhere? (laughs) (laughs) You taking me out to dinner somewhere? (laughs) Are you going anywhere? I, yeah, haven't even planned it. When is Valentine's Day this year? A Friday, I think, right? Next Friday. Next Friday. Yeah. Yeah. My band is playing it. Bar Louie in Greece, New York, next week. Uh-huh. 
on Which, Valentine's way, Day? No, the next day, the fifteenth. Yeah, but um, West Ridge Road. Yeah. yeah, are you uh, you doing something for Valentine's Day, Jody? Just taking my wife to dinner. Oh, where are you going to dinner, Dominic's? Right. Can I come? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Aaron? I have no idea. You got nothing. I got nothing yet. We'll see what Ben plans. I'm putting you guys all on the spot with different things. What? Yeah. What about your coolest? Thing that you've ever done for someone on Valentine's Day or have had done to you on Valentine's Day and keep it clean. This is a PG show. I was going to say, I can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Know. You know, I suppose when you're married for a while, the very, I can guarantee you most women probably get mad at their husbands for spending as much as they do on huge bouquets of flowers i think the longer you're married you're like just get me daisies it's fine (laughs) oh i'll tell you what i came home with flowers once i don't think it was for valentine's day it was just random because i'm just like that and my wife (laughs) what a guy yeah and my wife got mad at me she's like how much did you spend on those flowers well, that was the wrong thing to say to me because she has not gotten flowers since. <laughs> well, which is why our special is so cool because, really, wow, what a practical gift. I know. You get your car detailed and then you get the flowers and chocolates for free. There you, you go. Act like exactly. you paid for yep. them. And you could do it any way you want. You can get your spouse's car cleaned up and then give her flowers, him or her flowers and, and chocolates. Or you could Just get your own car detailed yep. and then use the free chocolates as well. We won't tell. We'll, nope. Whatever you want, nope. we'll we'll do it for you. <laughs> Secret safe with us. Totally. For everybody. <laughs> yeah. I remember um, one year, uh, I, uh, I don't know what possessed me to do this, but it actually worked out really cool. And my kids, you know, I did it. It was my wife and my kids. And I built like this cool teepee in the living room. And I put a TV in the teepee and we watched home movies of when the kids were little and we put like a bunch of pillows in there and blankets and cheese and crackers and, and we all sat in this teepee in the living room and watched old What a cool idea. Home, home yeah. videos. That was really neat. I can't top that one. So no, <laughs> it only goes downhill from there. I know, right? You gotta save your best for you know, you gotta time it right. I know. It's it's tough to come up with those kinds of things. I can write her a song from Pump Your Blood. There you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> so, um, well, what happens this time of year is, do you guys have any cool Valentine stories? Anything? Not really. Uh, no. I, don't. I can't think of any, at least. Nothing. Nothing. I remember my husband coming home with one of those huge, huge, giant bears. And all I could think of is... Where am I supposed to put this? <laughs> yeah, I wish I had the teepee idea. There was a there was a time when the kids were little and we were going to amusement parks a lot with them that I had, for whatever reason, I think I was waiting for them to come off of a ride or something, and right next to the ride was this game where you have to climb a rope a certain way and ring the bell. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, this, like, ladder yeah. rope. And they always had these huge ridiculous yeah that's the kind of bear i'm talking about just like it's bigger than you so crazy so um i was sitting there and really just talking to the guy that runs the thing and we were there i was there for a long time and he opened up to me he's like oh yeah there's a whole secret to this thing and how you walk up this thing and he showed me and and it was must have been like a fairly slow day at least at that game so 
he let me do it for free and he kind of taught like there is sort of a trick to it and there's a little bit of skill but you get it if you get to practice it a couple times the idea behind those games is you don't really get to practice it right you get you mm-hmm. pay five bucks you get to do it twice and that's and it you're out right so you know this guy's walking up it with two feet walking up it backwards i mean he's got the whole thing down so i learned how to do it and every time we went to the amusement park i came home with one of these ridiculous bears <laughs> and one year it was animal from the muppets and it had this huge animal muppet head and i'm like what am i going to do with this thing and i was going to throw it out it's p- sitting in the basement forever i cut the head off of it <laughs> took the stuffing out he doesn't have a problem <laughs> <laughs> no i cut the head off took the stuffing out and i turned it into a big animal mask and we we set it on top of the bass drum of the band I was in at the time, and it became like our mascot. So we always had That's this big cool. animal head cool. sitting on top That's of the. Cool. So I repurposed the <laughs> animal, repurposed the animal muppet. <laughs> so, um, but uh, you know, kind of where this whole thing started with going down the rabbit hole that I tend to do, we tend to do on this show is the whole pump your blood thing all actually stem from a, um, a discussion back in the shop. And that is in February, aside from Valentine's day and romantic, uh, dinners and boxes of chocolate and bouquets of flower, bouquet, bouquet, whatever. Uh, there's a, there's an actually, uh, an issue with people's cars that we have to look out for in the shop all the time. And a lot of people don't even know it exists. And that is these breather systems. And we are we get many cars in the month of February because February can be forty degrees one day and it can be, um, you know, ten degrees the next. And the breather system in these cars, it's it's in pretty much every car, right, Jody? Yes. Um, you know, obviously we see it a lot in the European cars, but it's every car has it at this point. If moisture or there's or there's buildup in there. And, and that's where I always go back to like thinking of clogged arteries. Like if those arteries are clogged, those breather systems don't allow the pressure in the engine to escape and they can cause havoc. So Jody, why don't you give a little bit of a rundown on that? This is Jody's first time on the podcast. So, so how far do you want me to break it down? I'll break it down. Um, so you're the combustion engine as a crankcase and when the engine's running, burning fuel and escaping exhaust gases, they're also created in the crankcase and within exhaust gases is moisture. So that's where you're getting the condensation that you see in the breather systems over a period of time. And so the breather systems, once that moisture continues to clog up with the oil um, the breather system starts to fail usually around the PCV valve or it can, PCV as in positive crankcase ventilation. That's right. So yeah. it actually is just like an artery and it, it, gets, it gets gunked up. Gets Not gunked to up. be confused with PVC, which is a tube that you buy at Home Depot. <laughs> this is PCV. Right. And it's also not PCP either, which is a whole other <laughs> podcast that we right. can have. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead. Yeah. So anyway, that, that it... Uh, congels with the water congels with the oil and that's where it starts everything starts getting clogged up and once it can't breathe there's too much crankcase pressure 
Uh, usually those areas start to clog, the crankcase pressure gets too high, and it starts blowing uh, various oil seals, the front seal, the rear seal, any seal that's, you know, sealed for oil. So then that winds up giving you uh, an oil leak of some sort? or yeah, Oil leaks, or eventually the, the PCV system will crash and start having va- main vacuum leaks, and your engine will start running really rough. Yeah, so there's actually some cars that when you replace the PCV, you also even replace the crank seal. Yes. Uh, crank uh, seal. Audi. Audi yeah. um, A4s, they actually have a bulletin for that. Uh, because you, the crank seal sucks in or pushes out? It actually, it sucks in. It's yeah. a vacuum. It's part of the yeah. vacuum system. So how do you check this? What What's the, the check for it? Well, one of the simplest checks is to see how much condensation is building up in your engines, just pull your oil cap and you'll see a, a white gunky. Right. Yeah. It'll look like a, uh, like Like a vanilla milkshake almost. Uh, if you, so obviously with your engine off, not when it's running, take your gas cap, uh, your oil cap off rather. And if you see a lot of sort of like white frothy stuff on the cap or inside Right inside the, you know, the uh, rim there in the the valve cover there. Uh, That could be a sign of that. Now, there is some moisture that is in in an engine and you can get a little bit of that uh, without having a problem. Yeah, yeah. And you could see like a a trace of that uh, gunk that we were talking about. But if it's really, really built up, I mean, that's... That's a pretty good sign. Uh, Another way or technical way of doing it is, is to measure crankcase pressure. I mean, and to find out if your breather system is working properly. So what's like the the telltale sign? Will your check engine light come on? Will it just start running rough? It depends on what, what stage it's at at that point. Right. So So. the, the, the idea is, is you don't want to get to the stage of an engine light coming on or you seeing oil on the ground or in most cases, when you have oil leaks in these newer cars, you're not going to see oil on the ground a lot of the time. In fact, we so often will tell someone they have an oil leak, and the first thing they will say is, I, ha- I haven't seen any oil on the ground. And that's because there are big splash shields underneath almost all the, the newer cars' engines, and so that oil collects in there. But a lot of these oil leaks aren't down. If you have an oil pan leaking, that's going to drip right into that catch pan and it may eventually, when it's bad enough, roll off and onto the ground. But when you have a when you have a, a timing chain cover seal or a valve cover gasket leaking, that oil has a long way to go before it hits the ground. So it leaks, right. makes a mess of the the front, the back of the engine, the side of the engine, and you know, most oil leaks, even really bad ones, aren't going to necessarily decrease the amount of oil that you have in your engine to a point where your light, your oil light's going to come on unless it's a massive, massive oil leak. But what you really want to be worried about when you have any kind of oil leak, even a small one that's just coating anything that's rubber, you know, you have rubber hoses, Mm -hmm. you have all that stuff. It deteriorates that it softens it, uh, makes it brittle, you know, all these things. So that's why you don't want to have oil leaks in your engine. Um, Here's where the problem comes in. And this is why it's important that we talk about this stuff, even though it is, you know, it's not the most exciting thing to talk about. But for most of these things like PCV systems, there isn't really, it's not like you're going to come in for service and we're going to say, oh, you're due for your PCV 
replacement. And this is the problem with car repairs today is that all the car companies, I think, in order to sell their cars, they they somewhat downplay what service you need to do and when instead of really telling you, listen, this car is great, but you need to do this at this point and this at this point and this at this point. And if they did that, I think people would be much better off, but they don't want to do that up front because then it makes it look like the car needs so much stuff. And in, and in, if every car company would adhere to that rule, then it would be fine, but they wouldn't. So if one car company decided they would do that and really put it out there, listen, Yes, your car will run with spark plugs in it that have 100,000 miles on it. But it is not going to run nearly as efficiently as if the spark plugs were replaced every 30 or 40,000 miles. I agree. Right? Yep. And this is the problem. So people buy a car and they truly feel like there's nobody really authoritatively telling them they need to do this and that. The PCV... By the time you get to 80, 90,000 miles, you should be replacing it even if there isn't a problem. Right. But nobody's telling people that. And including us, we don't necessarily want to, you know, tell people they need that when no one else would tell them they need it. So when we, what we try to do when the cars come in for service is we try to take a peek. We can go a little bit deeper. As a technician, Jody, what would you do to look at a PCV system for someone, let's say someone's coming in for an oil change, you know, they've got 90,000 miles on their car. Um, you see a couple little minor leaks. So now you want to just confirm whether or not the PCV is a potential problem. How would you go about checking that? Well, you can do it with pressure gauges um, to see how much crankcase pressure is built up in it. Um, you can pull the oil cap. I could pull it while the engine's running to see how much suction is going through there. Um, at 90,000 miles, I would... Just recommend replacing it. Okay, uh, but see, a technician will pull the oil cap with the engine yeah. running. I still don't recommend that no, any no. any you know normal consumer driving their car take the oil cap off <laughs> with their engine running for a number of reasons. One is that oil is very hot in there; it can yep. it can splash out. Two, it, there is pressure, so it actually is sucking in. So if you drop something in there. Yep. You don't have to drop much in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't recommend that either. Yeah. There's grains of sand that have ruined engines. Yes. So um, so that's why you don't want to do that when the, when the engine's running. But a technician can check the actual suction at the oil cap. Mm-hmm. Um, they can also put pressure gauges on, and we can see. Now, a lot of these PCV systems um, also have updated PCV systems that are so when they are due for replacement, these car companies have sort of seen some of the errors in the old styles of the PCV systems, and they've updated the ones we were, would replace right. with a newer style that is less likely to have the problem. Is that what you see? Right. And then a lot of them will have uh, software changes to go along with it. When you change the valve, like the Audis, when we change PCV valves and update them, we also update the software because it's changing the you can't tell as a driver but it's changing the, basically the timing and the way it breathes for this type of new valve so i mean what's what's really interesting here is that the i would almost go as far as to say that the pcv system's health 
is more important than some of the other things that most service advisors and technicians will be looking at. Like tune-ups tune are important for efficiency, but, but uh, a bad spark plug, for the most part, isn't going to do major damage unless it's completely ignored. Right. Especially in this climate up here, PCVs are worse than like down south. Well, yeah. sure, because I mean, just look at today. We're in the 30s today. I think we're supposed to be at zero on Saturday. Right. So it's mm -hmm. that kind of yeah. up and down that's going to do well, it. Well, that's yeah. what, what happens if there's any moisture in those tubes, and those tubes are tiny, yep. and then they freeze. It's yeah. just like an artery being plugged. Exactly. When an artery is plugged, that pressure cannot go through those lines and out and escape. So it it builds up, yep. builds up to a point where we've seen cars where, I mean, it literally has pushed seals completely out, like not just pushed them out to where they're leaking, like pushed them out of the car. Well, it's actually <laughs> yeah, out had, of the car and down the road. <laughs> we've had tow ins, um, BMWs especially in the wintertime <coughs> when going down the expressways where the vehicle just shut off because... It hydrolock because it sucks so much oil into the cylinders. Right. So yeah, that's due to the PCV system freezing. Yep. yep. Uh, every car will need its PCV system replaced and updated by the time it hits a hundred thousand miles. Period. It it needs to yep. be done. Um, the car manufacturers will not put that in their maintenance books because they don't want it to look like the cars are gonna require a lot of maintenance. Right. None of the car companies do it. That's the same thing with tune-ups. Um, it, it is, it's so, so let's take, uh, you know, what doctors do when you go into the doctor's office and you have, they have so many protocols. They know when people are supposed to have this shot and that shot and this test and that test because they take the data and they see that, you know, a male when he's, 50 needs to help have a colonoscopy. You know, people need to get tested for, for different types of cancer at certain intervals. People need certain um, vaccines, all these types of things. They figure it out. The problem with cars is there are so many different car companies and they're all, I mean, yes, they all have engines and transmissions and four doors or two doors and they come in a variety of colors, but they are different. So it's very hard to have that exact same sheet of these are the things you need to do. Some cars, it's super important that these things get done like at 50,000 miles, whereas other cars, we never see a problem with it until 100,000 miles. Right. And you seem to know, I mean, you have a, a good um, arsenal of knowledge that you know, like you, you alluded to BMWs, you know what needs which car would need it before another car and right. i mean you you've seen it enough so would the would this problem actually i i, I know you said we've had tow ins i mean how often does something like that really happen is this something that could stop you and just yeah, you it, not the, yeah the ones we've had towed in actually stopped on the expressway stopped running and had to be towed in and there for about the last 5 years i think we had like two a year that catastrophic so i mean it, like you said and at that point when it gets to that what well, it, it's a major repair then yeah then it turns into a major repair instead of the maintenance that mark's talking about right yeah yeah you really want to try and get this at, at, at the maintenance level as opposed to at the solving a problem level right 
Um, so, you know, so really what I'm not necessarily saying to anybody who's out there listening that they should rush into the shop and, uh, right away, um, try to figure out if they need a PCV, uh, update or not, but you should give us a call. We can check to see if your PCV has been updated. We can fairly easily, if you come in, we can, we can do a quick check and, and see if you're due for that. Um, there was a year, I I don't remember, it was probably five or six years ago where we really put a big push on it because that year we saw so many problems. Well, let me ask this. Are there any small symptoms that you would feel here? No, once, once you have a symptom, it's it's, it's, it's already doing its damage, you know? And like when, when you have a misfire with a spark plug, you're going to have to get that fixed because you're going to notice a runnability problem right away. Right. If you don't, by the way, which some people will go, oh, the car misfires, but then I shut it off, turn it back on and it's fine. You know, you're not really damaging the engine so much by doing that, but what you are doing is you you are potentially plugging up the catalytic converter that there right. could be damage to your exhaust system, oxygen sensors. So, you know, it, when it comes to cars, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure is probably the best saying ever. It's, it is always hard to spend money on maintenance things when you don't physically have a problem yet. You're going to, you want me to spend five or $600 on something when I don't have a problem. But the alternative is when it goes, it could be $1,600 because you are replacing multiple gaskets and seals in the engine. Exactly. So just a, uh, you know, that's just one of those things I thought that we would throw out there. Um, We're going to go to commercial here. And when we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Valentine's Day stuff. We're going to get Aaron talking a little bit about what she uh, wants to do for Valentine's Day. (laughs) Quick, call and, Ben. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, and all that kind of stuff. So we'll be right back. Mold Tool is the official sponsor of the Grease and Glamour podcast. Established in 1853, Mold Tool has grown to become a recognized leader in lubricant technology. Racing teams around the world have trusted Mold Tool to deliver the endurance and performance needed to compete at the highest level. Even if you're not racing on the track, Mold Tool's full range of synthetic lubricants will protect your engine against wear and tear of your daily commute. Stop by Universal Imports to purchase Mold Tool's line of products today. Car repairs can get expensive. That's why Universal Imports has got you covered with their exclusive Car Care Club. For an annual investment of just $49, you can save hundreds with a free New York State inspection, $10 off oil changes, 10% off labor, $50 off alignments, and so much more. Visit UniversalImports.com or visit 834 Linden Avenue, right off 441. Let my family take care of your family's automobiles. Visit UniversalImports.com to join our Car Care Club today. Okay, so we didn't get to it before, but I wanted to bring it up. So the Super Bowl was just recently, obviously. Yep. Um, did you guys all watch it? Yep. Did watch it. And what did you think? I got to tell Chiefs. you. Go Come Chiefs. on. Yeah, I'm with you. Go Chiefs. Oh, my sister just likes the 49ers because the uh, Hey, I am going to be the first to Garoppolo? admit it. Yes, he is good looking. I know, 
And I can say that because I'm the only single one in the room. <laughs> came from the Patriots, though. So whenever I hear his there. last I name, know, though, Aaron, I think please. Of, whenever I hear his last name, I think of that Family Guy episode where they say there's this new TV show with Janine Garofalo and Mark Ruffalo called Garofalo. Uh, I was I was looking for the Chiefs to to yeah. take the win because uh, it had been like fifty years since they right. I'll yeah. I'll say that much. That. I mean, it's nice that they won before that. And that's you know I was a big Forty ers fan back in this when Steve Young was their quarterback. I mean, when Joe Mon, of course everybody liked the Forty ers when Joe Montana was, oh except for Jody. Except for Jody. <laughs> oh, I love Joe Marino. Montana. He's over here shivering. I loved Steve Young. He was awesome. Um. You know, but uh, I, yeah, it was uh, Patrick Mahomes, man. He seems like such a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, he's a young guy and he's, he's really, yeah, I love great. seeing these young athletes just making it and they're humble. I love the yeah. fact yeah. that they're humble about it. Yeah. I wanted to see it for Andy Reid more than anything. What? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, the, you know, the, the well, one thing I didn't really care for was uh, I was, I'm not Sammy Watkins' biggest fan anymore. Being, you know, us no, being I, a Bills fan, you know. You know, he he had some things to say. I like him better now. <laughs> All right, Jody. What about the the ads? Did you guys have any favorite ads? Oh um, yes, for uh, sure. The the, the self park the oh the, yeah that, that the pocket like car the, the, like the, the uh, Dorito was it the Dorito commercial with the guy um, the guy on the horse and Sam Elliott. Oh, oh, I didn't oh, the, see that. The guy one. from like the old town, old town road. Yeah, yeah, I, I didn't one. see yeah. it. Sam Elliott's mustache. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> oh, here's here's good. this one. Let's see. How are you? Hey, good. How are you? He's not getting that car in there. No, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wicked car. Is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. Let me pack it. Oh, you're Let me pack it. Let me pack it. Stop being a smarty pants. All right. Hey, Aaron, stop being a smarty pants. <laughs> smart pack? Just hit the clicker, car packs itself. It's smart. It's wicked smart. And I can pack it anywhere. How about Dorchester? Packed it. Foxborough. Packed it. The garden? Packed it. Saugus? The garden? Revere? The harbor? Are you the harbor? I it and then unpacked it. You unpacked it? Kid. <laughs> That's a good one. Pack. Smart pack. pack. Smart pack. <laughs> that was a good one. I'd really like to just talk like that for a day. Really? Yeah, mm. it'd be fun. I'm more of a long, I like the Long Island. Uh, a quarter. You know, a quarter. For yeah. a glass of water. Hot dog. <laughs> Hot dog and a hamburger. Something like that. I want my Jersey accent back. Well, Jody's still got his Virginia yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah he does. I can't get rid of that. Is that a Virginia accent or a West Virginia accent? No, it's Virginia. Accent. There's a difference between West Virginia and Virginia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, my, my favorite my favorite ad was the uh, the Bill Murray the, the Jeep ad? Oh, the, the Groundhog, Groundhog Day? Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was good. That, that was, was a good one. one. I like that. Gotta say, I like that Groundhog this year. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, uh, I don't want to, we can't get political. <laughs> oh, please don't. There's enough of that around. <laughs> there is going to be a robotic animatronic Groundhog. Yeah, as one of day. Next year, I think. Yeah. But I don't, I don't blame him. The, let that poor guy sleep. We always wake him up, and he's like, what the heck? I know, yeah. right? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. I'll give you a spring this year. Just leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> uh, And, you know, they said that the groundhog is 40% right. So why do we listen? So right. that means I know. that if he – so that means whatever he says, the opposite is actually more likely true. If he's, oh, yeah, that's true. 
If he's 40% right, that means that he's 60%, I don't know, wrong. We all just feel better when he says, you know, when I know, we're like, ooh, get the shorts out. (laughs) I did like the, um, so notably last year's Super Bowl, I noticed, interestingly, from a car perspective, is almost every car company went on there to tout their electric car. Um, yeah, yeah, progress. yeah. And I only saw one car company talk about electric cars in the Super Bowl, and it wasn't even a car company that most would expect. Do you know who it was? Mm-mm. Was it Ford? Uh, uh, well, I mean, they may have had one too, but the one I'm thinking of wasn't. It was Porsche. Yes, that's right. Uh, I did see it. I did. Mm-hmm. It was I the I Porsche it. commercial. Yep. Well, Audi had the the Etron ad with. With the girl from Game of Thrones, they're singing um, "Let It Go." Did you get? Oh, really? No. Where was was, I? I swear, I watched the whole thing. So she, it was, it was towards the end. Oh, (laughs) bathroom break. I don't know. uh, She's in the car. She's driving, and she's singing "Let It Go." And there's like all of these things like on the side, you know, letting go of like all these pollutants and stuff like that. So cool. Yeah. So, so what was your least favorite one? Um. I think the Winona one. I so you know one of the pet peeves that I have among many are the uh, the how people say because we were just talking about Porsche, and many people don't say Porsche; they say right. Porsche. Right. Many people don't say Audi; they say Audi. Mm-hmm. Which I'm okay with. If you want to buy one from us, we'll call it whatever <laughs> we'll call you want. It. <laughs> but in truth, the real name is Audi. And there was a guy that, oh, and this was great. There was this guy that was on um, YouTube, and he uh, is a German, young German guy. Oh, I know exactly where you're going. To show people how to pronounce all the German cars properly. So I'm going to play this for you. Today, I am going to show you how to pronounce German car names. I have heard a lot of people pronounce the car names incorrectly and it makes me very angry. So for this, I'm going to teach you how to pronounce the car names correctly now. But first I must eat a Lebkuchen. So, the first wrong car name so many people say, Audi. When it's actually pronounced Audi, say it with me. Audi. Very easy. Next, BMW. In German, you say BMW. It stands for Bayerische Motorwerke. Yeah, it is not a funny term. It's not to make go and fun, laugh, ha ha ha. Okay, in English, this means <laughs> Bayerische Motor Works. Very accurate name. More Lebkuchen. It's delicious, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> Next, Mercedes Benz. Ah, this makes me sick. I'm going to have to open a beer. <laughs> <laughs> the name is pronounced Mercedes Benz. Now we get to one that really makes me very angry. I hear the name Porsche a lot. I will say this only once. In Germany, we say Porsche. Good. And don't get this wrong again. (laughs) Here's a toast to Porsche. Here's a toast to Porsche. (laughs) Fun fact, this is not beer, this is Pipi-Wasser. Because it is this. (laughs) Now we have one for all the pre-teen, 16-year-old I think he was drinking a Coors. You say Opel. We say Opel, like jeder Popel fährt einen Opel. This means every booger drives an Opel. Oh. I'm going to get to the last one. You say VW. 
In Germany, we say VW. Get it right! This stands for Volkswagen. And it means the car of the people. Hello. Here's a bonus clip for you. I have seen lots of people have difficulty saying this name. Oh, we got the Koenigsegg. Swedish Koenigseggs. Koenigseggs. It is pronounced Koenigsegg. You're welcome. Good night. <laughs> I would really like to have that guy on the show. <laughs> no kidding, right? We've been schooled. Oh, yeah, it's funny. We used to have a guy who, who worked with us a long, long time ago. How did he say Mitsubishi? Mitsubishi, like Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He always said Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi. <laughs> And all I could ever think of was Gary Busey, <laughs> yep. the actor. So, Well, I will say that there was one Google ad that made me cry. Did you see the, it, the oh, Google? That was like. Oh, it wasn't uh, the place uh, for it. The Super Bowl oh, was, was not terrible. the place for it. Ben had gone to the bathroom. He comes back. I'm like crying. He's, He's like, like yeah. what, what happened? What happened in the game? It was like nothing. super sad. <laughs> Holy, that's their whole thing now. That's kind of their whole marketing platform. I mean, it's cool stuff, yeah. but it that was sad. It really like, was. Holy moly. Yeah. yeah. That brought you down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. It's like, I can't, I can't talk right now. But, you know, it's got everyone talking, so it's got to be, it's got to oh, work. That's the thing. Yep. It's whatever gets everybody talking. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, two, three weeks ago. Um. So, all right, real quick. Universal Imports of Rochester, right? This is what this podcast is all about. We do this podcast, the Grease and Glamour podcast, now in our, like, well, I'm going to just go out there and say 30th episode. We can We're, say 30-something now. Yeah. 30-something. We, 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 we did 20-something We go from 20-something for about 30 -something, three sure. months. But, so, yeah, now we're at 30-something. Our viewer, our listenership is really growing quite a bit. Um, really happy for that. We're seeing big numbers go back and and check out some of our previous episodes that are not that old but you know we talked to Mario Andretti uh in December that was awesome after that we had uh some sheriff's deputies in mm -hmm. from Monroe County and they helped us sort of talk about <clears throat> some of the different uh auto theft crimes that are going on some of the internet crimes that was a really eye-opening episode pretty scary i mean we, we actually talked about a guy who got scammed online bought a car sent wired money to somebody and he's out the money there's he does not the car does not exist the car doesn't exist the no one bails him out of the situation i mean that he spent thirty thousand dollars that he is never getting back and does not have a car to show for it he doesn't even have anybody to go after because uh those criminals are probably in a different country. Yeah. So that's a that was a really good episode. And then just two weeks ago, we had my friend Jeff Tyzik in, who is a Grammy Award winner. Another favorite of mine was when you had um, Kevin Williams, the weatherman, on here, and he talked about forensic science with um, oh, yeah, uh, automobile accidents. And I mean, it's it's crazy. So, so <laughs> Kevin Williams, um, when he first uh, when I first met him. And uh, we had become friends. Uh, I was actually down at the auction uh, and having to come back up to Rochester. It was middle of winter. There was a threat of a snowstorm. I This was before having iPhones to where we could pull up 25 different weather apps and see what's going on. We literally had to just, we didn't know. 
And you and if you were in Pennsylvania, you weren't going to get Rochester's weather report unless you called home and said to someone up there, "Hey, what's, what's going the weather going to be?" Yeah. You know, do you guys remember those days? I mean, they're really not that long ago, but it I just do. seems like forever ago. Right. And uh, uh, so I actually called Kevin Williams, and I'm like, and he was in the newsroom at the time, and I'm like, "Hey, Kevin, uh, I hate to bother you, man, but I'm I need to figure out whether I'm driving back to Rochester or not." So. You know, he gave me the weather report over the phone and he did it as if he was like on the news. I mean, it was like, well, the front's coming out of the West and, it's, it's, and it was great. I'm like, and the whole way home, I'm like, wow. You so know, here's, I, here's the question. Did you come back home that day? I did. Um, geez, I don't remember anymore. Uh, for the sake of the conversation, we'll you say did. I did. But, uh, but that was, that was cool. I remember that. He's a really awesome guy. So we've had some really great guests on Interstate Battery, all this stuff. But we do this podcast really to brand Universal Imports of Rochester. Universalimports.com is where you can go on the web to see what we're all about. We're a family business. My sister and I, my mother, my father started this company with my mom back in the 80s. Jody's been with us for 10 years. 10 years feels like 30. At least. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, Jody. Yeah, you're yeah, supposed right. to say it seems like yeah. just yesterday, but it's like yeah, no, feels like, like forever. Uh, Jody's my buddy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and Aaron and I work uh, very closely together on finding people the cars they want. So our business is one third finding you the best next car, one third fixing your awesome car and one third doing all the body work and collision work on your car. So we really are all encompassing. We do everything here. Um, you know, and I want to add too that this podcast really shows, shows you our true colors too, because I, I don't think there's a customer that wouldn't agree that they get the funny side of us, the, the serious side yeah. of us, you know, I, I mean, we know our stuff. Yeah, but right. how else we, are we still gonna... will sing "Pump Your Blood," yeah. right? You know, I will, I will still neglect my real work to write their lyrics to a song <laughs> "Pump Your Blood." And when when employees come to my office, they go, "I'm busy. Can't you see I'm busy?" Yeah, I think that's happened twice today. <laughs> and, and as they as they turn around and walk down the hall, they hear me singing "Pump Pump 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 Pump." What exactly yeah. is Mark doing in his office? Mark, I need to show you this engine. <laughs> Can't you see that I'm busy? <laughs> but anyway, it's you know, I mean, not to toot my own horn or anything, but I think this is a great place to come. You know, you, you just get the best of everything. Well, it's a great place. Uh, it, it's a great place for me because we have these awesome employees here that have been with us a long time. We have twenty people; they've all been here a long time, uh, and we have the the best customers on the planet. And now we can say we have the best listeners on this podcast because mm -hmm. podcasting is just doing nothing but growing. I mean, it's uh, I did a lot of studies on podcasting where it is. There are a lot of podcasts out there, but there's still so many more to come. And there's still half of the population in this country don't even know what a podcast is. That means from a positive point of view, that means that there's 50% of the people that are still going to get to enjoy a podcast for the first time coming soon. All the big news networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, they all have podcasts for their nightly news or morning news. It's a great source to get your news. And then, you know, I think about when we talk about something like PCV, 
I mean, there's a lot of people that could care less. Yep. And I get it. But they're, they may never get someone that will explain, explain that right. to them unless they're explaining it to them when they're there having a problem. Right. Right. So we want to also, as we're doing this podcast, we're also trying to find these like cool things that we can do Share for the our knowledge. listeners. Yeah, sure. right. Like, um, and please feel free, listeners, to uh, email us, uh, marketuniversalimports.com or Facebook us, message us, whatever, WhatsApp. I, you know, you'll, I'm pretty much around everywhere. Um, let us know what you want to hear. I was thinking, like having Jody on, we have like a technician moment, you know, or technician time or whatever we want to call it, where we'll pick something like this week it was PCV, next week. Yeah, throw us some questions. You know, we'll be happy be, to answer them. Right. And then we're always trying to, you know, try to um, dress it up in something that's a little more entertaining. So it's not all just about, you know, Jody droning on about PCV systems. <laughs> See, this is what I have to listen to when I go out in the shop. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so this is what we're all about. It, the Universal Imports of, of Rochester is about creating awareness about your car, being the place that does everything for you with your car, as well as provide you with a podcast to give you information about your car. And some really exciting stuff that's coming up. When we talked to, um, you know, months and months ago, uh, Motul Motor Oils, which is uh, lubricants, which is the company we use for all of our oil, because they are a fully synthetic motor oil, they're a French company. They they work great with all the European cars. They are like a very highly engineered lubricant company. And they, um, you know, we partnered with them. They wanted to partner with the podcast. So they are our sponsors. Motul Motor Oils is awesome. They, um, they really are there for us. I mean, we can talk to their engineers when we need to. It's, it's the best oil on the planet. It really is. And that's what we're putting in people's cars. Whereas other shops are trying to find the cheaper way to get out of an oil change. We're trying to find the best way to do your oil change. And now we're forming relation. We, we've been a Carfax dealer forever for 20 years. We've been providing Carfax uh, vehicle history reports to our customers. And I'm proud to announce today that in the, in the coming weeks, we're going to be having an episode with Emily Voss from Carfax, which I'm very excited about. Emily's a super nice person who said she would love to come on the show and talk about all the exciting things that are happening at Carfax because guess what? As technology, you know, gets better and better and reporting from repair shops, police departments, insurance companies get more, more accurate and better these Carfax reports are going to be more chock full of information. And Carfax as a company has been doing a great job of putting that all together so that when you buy a pre-owned car, you know what you're getting. And at the price of what new cars are now, it just keeps, in, in my opinion, it just keeps reinforcing why looking at a pre-owned car is a very good yeah. solution yep. for people. Even people that had never bought pre-owned and had always bought new might right. want to start looking at buying pre-owned when they're facing a $70,000 new car that they can buy that same car a few years old for $30,000. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what this podcast is about. We try to make it fun. Um, we try to put some information in there that, that you can really take away. 
as well as hopefully get a chuckle. Hopefully you liked my pump your blood song. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> that I'm never singing it again. That no, was no, it. I'll be singing it all night. <laughs> well, here I, I can give you a manuscript of the lyrics. Um, I'll just make them up. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget about this awesome car detail special that we've got. This thing is really great. Two ninety nine. It's not just like a wash and a wax. I mean, this is our detail department is second to none. They they will they'll buff out scratches. They're they're going to put like this really great glaze on the car. That's make it super shiny. They're going to shampoo the interior, the headliner. They're gonna polish everything. They're going to tire shine the 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 tires. They're going to clean the wheels to perfection. They're going to spend. On average, about five and a half hours on your car. And then you're going to get a bouquet of flowers and a box of chocolates to take home. Uh, that's just a, that to me sounds pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. Looks like you're getting flowers and chocolates, honey. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm getting a clean car. <laughs> well, everybody, uh, I'm going to now start the outro music, which means that this show is coming to an end. But this outro music always lasts way longer it than does. I anticipated to. <laughs> you should have started it two minutes ago. <laughs> but um, I can uh, adjust it in, in post. Um, which one of our listeners says, you always say you're going to edit things out and then you never edit them out because I still hear you saying I'm going to edit this out. <laughs> but, um, it's original. It's a character, yeah. In a couple weeks, we're going to be talking to Carfax. I'm super excited for that because there is a lot to talk about when it comes to how they figure out what a vehicle's history is and how they present it to the consumer in such a convenient, easy way to read. Um, it's a great company. We've, I'm proud that we've been with Carfax for so long, and now I'm really happy that we're going to be talking to them. So until next time. I'm Mark. I'm Aaron. I'm Andrea. And I'm Jody. And we're here for you at UniversalImports.com and the Grease and Glamour podcast. Tell a friend about it. Let's grow this baby. Thank Stay you. Stay safe, everyone. Yes. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. See what I mean? This music just keeps going on. <laughs>